This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Well, hello, families. I am so excited to have you listen to today's episode where Terry and I are talking about one of the foundational compassionate discipline strategies that you'll find across the board in positive parenting programs, and that is teaching kids how to self-calm and self-regulate instead of doing forced timeouts. So this is a huge shift for families when they understand why this is such an incredible practice to really try to become fluent in, try to become um, you know something that you use as a standard practice in your home. Not just for our kids, actually, but for the entire family. It is powerful. Uh, Terry and I, you know, talk about in this episode how once we made this shift back when my daughter was uh, three years old, once we really realized how important it was to kind of turn what we were doing on its head almost and really start to teach this very strong-willed little girl how to harness her own um, power within, to have her own self-control and her own self-regulation. It was just crazy how much it changed for us and how we really started to see her thrive and flourish because as a power kid... She, you know, all of you who have power kids out there, those strong-willed kiddos that push back a lot or say no a lot, you have to remember that they love to feel powerful. It's just the way they were designed. They are our future leaders. And a lot of these kids that push back a lot um, that are, you know, kind of labeled as the strong-willed kids, they are the ones that are in constant timeout, right? Which means they're constantly being externally controlled, usually, if we're being honest parents, through fear and force, right? We bring in some threats about how long they need to sit in the corner. And it's all externally controlled by us. We decide how long they're going to sit there. We decide when they come back. And um, instead, when we really do it different and start teaching them how to be in charge of the process and how to regulate their own body and regulate their own emotions, they feel so much more powerful. Then that leads to so much less misbehavior and so much more self-regulation over time because they just love steering their own ship ship, which is really how we want it for our kids. We want them to grow up to be kids that, you know, once they're later in elementary school and middle school and high school, that they can do what's right and do what is, um, you know, in line with their moral character, in in line with their heart, not because someone's watching them and making them comply or not because they're scared to, um, make a mistake, but because they really want to do good in the world. They really want to contribute um, because they have experience knowing what it looks like to get back on track once they've steered off course. Does that make sense? So I know you guys are going to love this episode and um, definitely let us know your thoughts. And um, one of the best ways you guys can do that is by leaving a review on iTunes. So um, make sure you are subscribed to the Fresh Start Family Show number one. If you are not yet and you're listening on an iTunes pla- on the iTunes platform, go ahead and push pause now. Or if you're driving in the car, as soon as you get to your location, if you could take two minutes just to go to iTunes, make sure you hit subscribe. And really that information is on the bottom of every show notes page. And the show notes page for the podcast is freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash show. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash show show. So thanks in advance, guys, for leaving a review. We truly, truly appreciate you listening. We appreciate your encouragement. And um, you are all so seen and admired for all you are doing to raise your children with integrity. 
Enjoy this episode. Well, hey there, families. Today, Terry and I want to talk to you guys about the difference between timeouts and self-calming breaks. This is one of the tools that we teach within the Compassionate Discipline module of the Foundations course, and it's just a really important element of being able to teach your kids with compassionate discipline because it's so rooted in self-regulation, which is just a human skill <laughs> that is so important in life that timeouts actually don't teach. So we're going to tell you more about what we mean here, but um, the steps we're going to talk about today is, or the, the topics that we're going to talk about is number one, how um, there's a difference between teaching with external controls and teaching with um, intrinsic motivation being your goal. Number two, we're gonna talk about the steps of what it looks like to actually do self-calming in your home versus timeouts. And then number three, the importance of modeling. So, you ready, T? I'm so ready. <laughs> I think we've all seen, well, everybody's seen a kid that you're like, well, that kid needs a timeout. Right. <laughs> but we, I think everybody's also seen parents and adults oh, yes, that, that yes. need a timeout, air quotes. Um, yes. So this is also just a paradigm shift, too, of like this whole idea, you know, I don't think the intention of a timeout is bad. I think it's it's more digging into like, what's your goal? And isn't that to have your kid calm down? Well, sometimes we need to calm down, too. Yeah. So this this whole idea of going from timeouts to self-calming, it's something for all of us to calm down. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, and and I think when people first hear the idea of like self-calming breaks, it seems so like hippie-ish and and permissive, but it's not. It's like again, so much so much of the root of uh so much of positive parenting is rooted in teaching kids how to control themselves. So we, you know, we always ask the question, do you want to control your kids or teach your kids to control themselves? And of course, everybody always answers with, we want our kids to be able to control themselves. But unfortunately, a lot of the traditional kind of punishment style stuff, which is fear and force, which is external controls, it does not teach kids how to do it on their own. It doesn't teach them the actual steps it, it takes to make a decision when you are in a heightened state that is actually healthy and works well for society, works well for your family. It usually just teaches you to feel bad about what's happened. Right. So let's talk about it a little bit as far as external versus um, internal, right? So when you think of traditional timeouts, right? So it's, you know, I, I think most people have seen like the nanny, the nanny show where she taught people like you, your kid goes in a timeout for as old as they are. So if they're three, it's three minutes. If it's five, it's five minutes, whatever it is. But it's like, you go to a spot, it's the time you're there is controlled by me, when you come out is controlled by me, and um, what you're allowed to do is controlled by me, and usually it's like you think about... Go think about go it. Go think about it. And our funny story here is like, again, our daughter has always been this like incredible teacher for us and really been so good <laughs> at like raising the flag and being like, what you guys are doing is lame. Like, I, you know, she just like is, has been able to like point it out to us, like, what are we doing? So back in the day when we used to use timeouts with her, she was always the one that would kind of like rise up a little harder when you tried to use, <laughs> you tried to use like external, like when you tried to overpower her. So she would always rise up harder. So the, at, back then we would say, you go think about it. And I remember the one day, the one day she looked at us and she was like, you go think about it. And, and looking back now, I'm like, yes, thank God. Like we should have, what were we doing? Like, yes, we needed to think about it because what we were doing wasn't working. It wasn't causing her to act differently tomorrow. She would still go to the park and push kids or she would still pull the dog's tail or she would still shake her brother and bite him or whatever. It wasn't until we really changed that she started to change. Well, in the, the time out, I think our intention was or what we were learning, like we were like, oh, well, this is what you do as parents. I'm sure there yeah. was like somebody who, you know, you saw them do it. So you just assumed that that's what you do. It was like, oh, well, it's for them to calm down. But we weren't teaching her how to calm down. Yeah, we weren't were, teaching her how. We were telling her that she had to. You were just telling her that she had to. And you were putting her in a place. And like you said, completely controlling it. I feel like it was like one step removed from like the old school like dunce corner. Yeah. So I yeah. think there was also this aspect of like, 
go over there and feel bad about yourself yeah and you know and, and come back humbled somehow right. you're supposed to come back humbled and all aware of everything that you did yeah come back with this apology and this whole new attitude and all this stuff but we hadn't taught her to do anything yeah no. we, we didn't model it what, what that yeah, looks we could, like. We definitely were modeling it. You always were like a pretty calm person, but I was flying off the handle a lot. Like I would get so upset and freak out. But by, but by being calm by like, that's just maybe more my general nature. I wasn't showing her what it looked like to go from a heightened, like, so if she was like super heightened and she's making a mistake or being inappropriate or whatever, to then calm yourself down. I wasn't showing her that just by, oh, oh well, dad's just calm in general like yeah you have to like yeah. you have to humble yourself and 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 show her that like this is for kids and parents alike yeah like this is like you're not gonna just um you know have these feelings or these moments as a kid you're gonna have them as an adult too so here's some here's something valuable that i've learned kiddo yeah. let's let's show you how it's done i'm gonna need to do this sometimes you're gonna need to do this sometimes we're gonna have to ask you to do this sometimes well, yeah, oh. it's just such a, imagine, like, you know, again, we, we always say our parents did the best that they could with the tools that they had at the time. There's more but tools. <laughs> imagine, I know we have more tools now, but imagine like what it would have been like to be raised in a family where when you started to spin out of control, someone sat down and said, hey, here, let me help you. Let me support you. Um, when you're starting to feel this way, these are the steps you can do to take care of yourself. This is how you can like all these, you have all these options. And you just gotta you gotta remove yourself for a minute so you can get back in integrity and and we're gonna tell you the steps here in a minute. But imagine what it would have been like to have been raised like that from a very young age. And so by the time you become a teenager in middle school or high school or college or your early twenties and, and you have things that happen in life that trigger you and cause you to wanna react like a volcano or dip down into behavior that's not of integrity, you have this like strengthened practice that you've been doing your whole life. I mean, it's just powerful for me to think about that. And again, no level of perfection here because I can think even in like recent months where I've just raised my voice or did things that like, just because in that moment I thought that that was what I was going to get what I needed. And, you know, um, it's all about too, like how you feel at the end of all that. Like, so yeah. if you're finding yourself... Um, just, you know, time out after time out or raising your voice, or you just kind of feel like you're always on the edge. We're trying to just walk you away from the edge with practical tools and ways to not only get what you want in the moment, but over the long term, just have better, healthier relationships as a family unit and just yeah. be more of a guide and less of a just, you know, ruling force. Yeah, the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, I mean, I think we've painted a clear picture of the, what the external control looks like. And I mean, again, more from like our history was there was, we, I think we still have the door, the locks on the door reversed. Don't we? I feel like we need to fix that. No, I think I, I think I'm... I swear. I'm pretty sure. Stella, did we fix it? Okay. Anyways. We. There, I, I think know. I fixed it. <laughs> Does anybody else out there, guys who are listening... We're going to do an episode all about, hey, did we do that? And we're going to change up that language and say, did you do that? Okay. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, th yes, there was a time when we were like, okay, we have to reverse the locks on her door so we can lock her in there. And there was also like, there was, ugh, this one's an awful memory for me, but I remember we had read some book or some person, so-called expert had told us that we needed to hold her down when she was tantruming. So she was like this little 25 pound two-year-old. She would freak out. <laughs> and I remember sitting in her room, like holding her down. Like that yeah. just is a really awful memory for me. So yeah. Um, so here, so th those are external yeah. controls. Yeah. <laughs> So internal, when you switch to like have a mission to teach, um, to highlight ways that your kids can develop intrinsic control muscles, intrinsic motivation muscles, it sometimes includes a little bit of messiness. So you have to remember that if you're going to kind of 
decide to step into learning to have the courage to switch from doing forced timeouts to doing self-calming breaks is it's going to be a little messy you know like when you take down the electric fences yes sometimes kids are going to stray a little bit you know like it's 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 okay that's the mess is where often the learning takes place so but what happens is when when you know messes happen and you teach your kids to repair mistakes or learn how to to have a little bit more self-control next time and to sit a little bit longer or to actually do the deep breaths and and again we're gonna give you the steps in a minute here but like you just keep teaching you just keep teaching hey nope I, I'm not quite ready to come out yet because it seems like w- once you're ready to, to talk to me respectfully or once you're ready to keep your hands to yourself you're welcome to come back and what happens is like once they realize they went over to the corner of the room where they have their calming kit or their calming bag eventually and actually calm down did some steps and come back and are able to like act with integrity within the family unit or the play date or whatever, that then becomes like this incredible um, like area where you can say, you did that. Mm-hmm. You're the one who did that. I didn't force you. I didn't threaten you. You're the one who was really like in the, like your pawns was lighting up that part of the brain that's just like, ah, there's, there's danger. Like there's, I need to either fight or I need to run or I just need to freeze. And you felt that, like some people call it the red zone. You felt that you had a temptation to hit or to yell or to speak disrespectfully. However, you decided to go take care of yourself or mom helped you remember that, right? Or dad helped you remember that. And you did it. You got through it. Like, how do you feel now, now that the anger has come and gone or the hurt from your brother grabbing the toy for you has come and gone? Because remember, guys, emotions are temporary. They're not right or wrong. They just are. They're just temporary. They come and go. Um, But most of us weren't taught how to, like, ride the wave, so to speak. Most of us are like, you know, unfortunately, like, we, we just are not sure what to do with it. So a lot of times it creates actions or behavior that later we're not so proud of. So instead you get to say to your kid, like, you did that. Like, what did you do to take care of yourself? What did you do to, um, to calm yourself down? Because now when you come back to me, like you're, you're able to talk. Whereas before you were like hyperventilating when you were crying. So what did you do to take care of yourself? And it just over time. And we've seen this in our own home now after practicing for almost a decade, because it really does create kids who know what to do to get themselves out of the red zone, to get to ride the wave and to to just take care of themselves instead of having someone have to fix them or have to overpower them or control them. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline 
Franklin to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's a great that, that's a great point there in the difference between a timeout being some sort of a forced isolation. Yeah. Where you expect them to, you know, to, to learn from versus self-calming where you're going to actually um, give them some practical ways to where they can learn that when they feel a certain way and they get into this situation, how do they get themselves out of it? Yeah. So you're creating a, you know, a way of um, coaching them through that and then implementing that to where that becomes just part of just what you do. Yeah, totally. In life. And, and yeah. the cool thing too, you guys, about the difference is... You know, a lot of times with traditional punishment or traditional timeout, um, it's like being alone becomes this like dreaded experience. Like, oh no, they're going to put me in the corner again or the room or um, whatever. Like, I don't want to be alone. Like, it's the ooh. and then <laughs> later in life, you realize like to be alone is actually necessary. It's very necessary for humans. And it's like, it's a way for you to take care of yourself. You, it's a spot for you to listen to yourself, to listen to the small, still voice of God, to listen to um, what's going on for you, to, to acknowledge your emotions, to figure out a plan, to creatively and critically think and problem solve. Like being alone is good. It should never be a punishment. So that's what's cool about when you start doing self-calming is like, hey, a lot of times in the beginning, parents have trouble with the switch and kids are like, they won't go to the, the spot to calm down because they've, they're used to being forced. So they're used to having this external control combined with threats, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't go, then this is going to happen to you. So then they have a, they do often have a hard time switching over. Um, and parents really, that's what we do in my membership community inside the bonfire, inside of the foundations course. We really help families stay the course because yes, it's going to take kids a while to realize like there's, there. There's no longer someone like holding a hammer to them. Like they've got to figure out how to do it on their own because when you're in high school and when you're in college, like when you're starting out a marriage, like no one's going to do it for you. You've got to figure out how to feel your emotions and get through them with integrity. And oftentimes that's going to take you stepping to the side and spending a little bit of time alone. And being alone is a blessing. It's a beautiful thing. You don't need to look at it as a punishment. Okay. So now that we've established it's, you know, uh, timeouts are externally, you know, controlled. Mm -hmm. Self-calming is more of an internal thing that you would learn. Yeah. Life Um, skill. And it's a life skill. So now the podcast, I know it's, it's a, a forum for discussion and, you know, we've got areas like the foundations course and the bonfire that's more of like giving people the details of how to do it. This is cool because you're going to walk us through the steps. Like, yes. Okay. So, so, so here we are. Um, we've got your attention. Now, what does yeah. this look like? How do you change it up in your home? Here are the steps. Yep. So number one is you want to show your kids in a calm time what this looks like. Okay. And we have on here number three, the third, the third step or the third kind of tip we're giving you today is to make sure you model this. So I'm going to kind of present number two and three together here because kids will learn a lot better if you show them first. So this is the classic idea of like kids often don't hear what you say, parents, but they always see what you do. See what you do. So if you're flying off the handle 
all the time and you're just telling them, calm down, calm down, but yeah. you're flying off the handle, you just are not going to see success. So as you're thinking about these steps, you want to make sure that you're creating a plan for you to model them too. So the steps are going to look like you do this in a calm time, preferably when everyone's had enough rest, you know, maybe it's like a Saturday morning, you don't have any place to go or at bedtime, you can teach your kids how to do this. But um, the steps include teaching your kids about emotions. So we always say the five basic emotions are happy, sad, scared, hurt, and mad. So this becomes something from a, as early as you can to teach your kids what each of these emotions feel like and to help them understand that when they're in a heightened state, there's often just an emotion that they're not quite, they don't know what to do with. And also a need that they're trying to get met that they're trying to communicate and they don't know how to do that yet. So our kid, we want to just teach our kids. Number one step is to teach them you're in learning. Okay. You're learning how, how to figure out how to feel. You're learning how to figure out how you're learning how to communicate, right? You're just figuring it all out. Step number two would be to, to create an actual calming bag or a calming kit or something for everybody in the family that's gonna put things in there that actually help you calm down. So as an adult, I want you guys to think about, you know, if you've had a bad day at work or, um, you know, someone, maybe your sister or your mom or you have gotten into an argument or something, what do you do to take care of yourself? Yeah, so I mean, this could be something like, oh, I just, uh, I like to go for a jog. Right, that's one of my go-tos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, you know, for me, it sounds silly, but I love to like clean. For, mm. for me, like, um, it, and this isn't something I would put into a calming bag, but it is possibly something that just helps me remember, like, sometimes I just need to get some kinesthetic energy out to kind of think about how, what I'm going to do, my action plan of how I'm going to handle myself, how I'm going to communicate. And for me, I'm like a mover. So for mm-hmm. me, a lot of my stuff, so in my calming bag, um, I could put like my jogging shoes or something that like represents get outside, do something physical because it helps me process emotions. Yep. But if I think back to like, you know, back in the day in my calming kit, I had my Bible, I had lavender oil, essential oil. I had a magazine because I always find so much joy in just sitting and taking a moment to read my magazine. I love magazines. Um, in Stella's calming bag, she had um, goldfish and like an apple and water because she was the sensitive kid that if she was like hangry at all, mm-hmm. it was like, uh oh, look out. Stella's like has like she needs to eat on time because she was very she's always, you know, her and I are very similar. We're very sensitive if we skip a meal, sensitive to light, sensitive to tags on our clothing. Lack of sleep. Lack of sleep is another one. So mm-hmm. in her in her um so I know I'm combining calming kits and charts and calming bags right now, but they all kind of are in the same teaching zone, whether you create a chart for your kid, a calming bag. And again, we teach all this within the foundations course on how to do all this. But, you know, for Stella, when she was younger, she had on her her chart, one of the ways that she could calm down when she felt angry was was actually to take a nap. And I know many of you are like, yeah, right. Like my kid is never gonna like, go lay down to rest. Like, you know how kids are like, nope, I'm not tired. And our kids still do that to this day. But I will never forget the day that I walked in that Stella had been kind of having a meltdown or something. She was more like six or seven by this time. But we were having a hard afternoon. And I walked into her room and she she had gone in her room, laid down and she was taking a nap. Without me forcing her, without me telling her she had to do it. She just had been able to listen to her body after practice upon practice upon practice of me saying and you saying, hey, sometimes when you feel like this, your body is tired. Sometimes you're catching a cold and your body is is telling you, go rest. This is the feeling. It often comes out in grouchiness or or like like um, short shortness or like a short temper. But that often like you just want to stop and check in with your body. How are you feeling? And so sleep went on her chart. She had... Um, she had, eleven, she had essential oil. This, this was like drawn on her chart. We still have her original chart that I show my Bonfire membership community all the time. Our folder is like massive. We've kept everything over the years of, of the teaching tools. Um, and, and yeah, what else was in there? Uh, oh, like uh, um, Play-Doh, because mm-hmm. oftentimes kinesthetic kids, which means they move a lot, they touch, they kick, 
they're the biters, the hitters, the kickers. Hands, yeah. They need like to get the physical energy out and often Play-Doh or like a little thing of slime. I know you guys hate slime, parents. It's a universal hate. We all hate slime. It gets in the carpet. But there's things like putty that are that are equivalent that yeah. kids can stretch and be kinesthetic with. What else was in her calming kit at the time? But uh, everybody had one. Yeah. Do you remember so, what yeah, was your so, years? So just to kind of, you know, go back. So if we're looking at steps, you you have to have kind of a family meeting or some, or even if it's one-on-one with yep. one of the Teaching. kids to create a forum to say, hey, we're going to do things differently. One of those things that we're going to do is we're going to create a calming kit or a chart or both. Yeah. And then do, you do it also. Parents, you do it also. This isn't just yep. you saying, okay, kiddo, this is what needs to be in your kit. Or kiddo, this ne- ne- is what needs to be on your chart. The reason why Stella ended up taking that nap that day, I don't think it's because we told her over and over again that she needed to take a nap. I think it was because she ended up writing it on her chart. Yeah. Um, and of course, we had to coach her into that, like, hey, here's an idea for you. <laughs> but I, I think a lot of these kids also have to feel like it was partially their idea, yes, too. So yes, I still remember huge. the charts that we're talking about have some of our handwriting, some of her drawings. So yeah. even before they, you know, if you have kids that, you know, can't sit there and write out a whole sentence, but they could draw the picture to go with your writing, that they participate in what they're creating here, this new lifestyle, so that when it does happen and you say, go check your calming chart, or I'm going to go, go grab to, your bag, go grab your bag, or I need to go grab my bag. Yeah. And then they follow you along because they're nipping at you. Yeah. You get your bag and then you quietly direct them to their bag and then they go in there. Oh, there's all the stuff that they chose to put in there. Exactly. That then creates that moment of, oh yeah, I'm reminded. I'm freaking out, aren't I? Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's it's almost like like in the movies where you've seen like somebody's like... And they have to read a note to themselves or something. Right, it's like, right. It's like they came from the future to like place a little thing. Oh, if you're reading this, oh, this means that you freaked out. out. You freaked out again. Yes, you're yes. Like, um, yeah, and and I remember like right where we're sitting right now, our office where we record these podcasts. But we used to have um, a like a row of hooks, and we had four calming bags that would hang there. And we would get them a lot. Um, I think I also had a candle in mind. That's another one yeah. that would help me to like chill a little bit. And honestly, like I wasn't the best at using them and modeling them. That's probably why it took us longer to get out of a reactive pattern because I it took me a long time to like actually create the discipline practice of using the calming bag to like just just chill a little bit. And so a few things where you might get stuck, parents, um, is if if you know. If you're starting to do this and you're like, it's not working, I want you to catch your your language there and remember that change takes time, you guys. And there is no, it's not working. It's just, it's, it's, we haven't found success yet. Because some some of the stuff that we teach you here at Fresh Start Family, it takes a, a while to develop a practice. Just like if, you know, you're trying to develop, to, to, eat healthier or exercise more or you've allowed yourself to maybe become overweight and now you're trying to drop a lot of weight to get back to a healthy state or you're trying to develop a um, a morning bible reading routine whatever it is like like good like sustainable change takes time and so just give yourself some grace give make sure you're patient with yourself and yes a lot of times it's rocky in the beginning so a lot of parents will say my kid won't go And so you have some options. You can either, you can give them a choice. Choices are very empowering. They're going to light up your, your, those of you who have strong-willed power kids. Anytime you light up the part of their brain that helps them feel powerful, like um, they have a choice, they're going to respond better to you. So you can give them a choice. Would you like to go on your own or would you like me to go with you? And instead of viewing that as like, oh, I have to go with my kids because they won't do it on their own, I want you to just be thankful for the moment that you get to take out of your day to sit next to your child and teach him and also like to be in a, in a moment of calm. I think we, um, it's, I think it's so funny how like a lot of us, it takes us paying for like a Pilates membership or a yoga, like having to go to a yoga class to like chill out. Whereas we have all these opportunities throughout the day to like sit down and just take two minutes to take some deep breaths 
to do a little meditation or, or pray or light your candle or put on some lavender essential oil. Like there's our kids will present opportunities for us all day long to like slow down and calm down, like, you know, nurture our nervous system. Um, but a lot of times we don't accept that invitation and, and we just get bitter about it. But instead, like if your kids are, you're trying to switch over and they, they won't go on their own and they say, I want you to come with me then go with them, right? So just, and um, what other, I'm trying to think what else where people get stuck on this. Um, I think the most important part is just, if it's a rocky transition for you, it's okay. It was a rocky transition for us. So um, Stella, I remember when I learned this in class, I was like so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be amazing. We're all just gonna be like zen. We're gonna like have self-control. I'm not gonna yell anymore. I'm not gonna slam doors. And I was like, okay, we're gonna go to the dollar store. I'm gonna buy you a new plastic kit. You get to pick out all these things at the dollar section of Michael's. She got like these little railroad things, little toys like a ton of like plastic garbage that just went in the landfill and the long it was dumb but at the time I was excited I bought this new thing I probably spent like 30 40 bucks on this calming kit instead of doing it the way I now teach inside of the foundations course which looks much different but we did this whole thing and then the first time I went to use it I was super angry there was no self-calming modeling and I, I said to her you go calm down right now something to with the tone of like you need to do a calming break go into your room now like it was just it was the tone was all wrong it was like it was just and she took that calming kit and this was like our little three-year-old the tiniest, cutest, little pixie haircut girl you can imagine. She took that thing over her head and threw it down the stairs and it exploded. And I was like, this is such BS. Like, this doesn't work. This is like dumb. And I walked myself into class the next week with my teacher, who's now my dear friend, Susie Walton. And I was like, you don't understand the kid I have. And she just hugged me and was like, you just keep coming back here. You hear me? <laughs> you keep trying. And that was like our first experience with self-calming. Yeah. So don't worry if it's rocky. But if you've listened to this podcast, you guys, you get it. Like you get why what we're doing is so important because now that little girl, because we switch things up, is a boss at self-control. She is a boss at taking care of herself. She knows like she her intrinsic control muscles are so sharp and and I'm just inspired by her because she she knows what's up. She practices self-calming often, not always, especially with her brother, but she does. Yeah. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of 
parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions. FreshStartFamilyOnline.com forward slash firm and kind. Oh, it's it's so cool. <laughs> and, and I think most parents are sitting there like we were at that time being like, if only she could change. How do we change her? How do we make this day, this week better? How do we do this? It's not working, it's working, or whatever it is. And you totally lose sight on where you are in the journey. Because I think about implementing something like self-calming and the person um, that you are now versus then. Yes. You don't yell anymore. Yeah. How does that feel? I know, it feels so good. I mean, I do yell every once in a while. So you, so you save it for a good time, um, but oh, a good but think about a, but think about that like. Um, but it's like one out of a hundred now. Yeah, yeah but the it's, thing about that, parents, is like, like yeah. it's not just about um, the kid learning to deal with problems in a different way. It's you're going to learn also, and that's yes. going to be the awesome byproduct of all of this. Is you are like you 2.0, not just in your family unit, but out in the world too. You are just going to be navigating life in a different way because you've been gifted this challenge and you have a new way to deal with it. Yep. Yep. One, one last story for you guys. Um, and this is kind of to really nail the, what's that phrase? Nail the, 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 put the nail in the coffin. I don't know. (laughs) Nail on the head. To hit the nail on the head, maybe that's what I'm looking for. Okay, so the third, you know, the recommendation we have for you about this is just really focus on modeling it first and foremost. Like that's where you're going to get the most uh, most success when you're trying to implement this. Oh, I got a funny one. Uh, Well, I have a funny one first. Okay, you be funny first. I'll be funny second. Okay, okay. Um, Well, no, tell your funny one, and I'll. Oh, mine's quick. For anybody that's ever seen uh, the movie Office Space, do you remember the customer service guy? That when they asked him, they're like, what exactly would you say you do here? He was like, I deal with the, the customers so the engineers don't have to. I'm a people person, damn it. And he's like, this person that's oh, supposed that's to so be yes. the voice of calm. Yes, customer and he's service. And he's trying to calm down customers, but he's completely like not suited for the position. <laughs> yes, and so reactive. He's like, and- yeah, so I feel like... We it's so many times we are not modeling what's going to get the the best end result. Yes, yes, and that's yeah. So when I think back to like the time when I first really started to see success with Stella, so I was in a reactionary state, and it's and it's funny, you guys is. I, I swear, like, growing up, I, I I mean, I guess I was reactive at times. Like, my best friend and I would fight sometimes. Terry knows because he was with us. Like, we were best friends oh in high school. Oh, my gosh. It was I know. exhausting. I know. We, so, we, I was, like, reactive with her. But in general, I never thought of myself as, like, a, a crazy person until, like, I had kids. And then, like, all of a sudden, I was, like, had these crazy strong emotions. Like, I don't know. What is that? I mean, we, we've dated since I was 17 years old. You know what I mean? Like I was a pretty mellow person. Like it didn't come out until I was very challenged by this little mini human I being. Think that, I think that's it. I think it's like when you're forced to be in close proximity with somebody that's, that challenges you. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah. nothing brought it out to me like parent. And I'm sure a lot of you, I've heard, I've heard a lot of parents say like, Oh my gosh, me too. But Anyways, I had, I was just so like, I didn't understand why I had gotten into this pattern of such reactivity and not being able to calm myself down. And so then, um, thank God, our dear friend, Susie Walton, who I had gone to parenting classes with, invited me to a life coaching weekend. So the course that um, I'm now going to be teaching very, very soon, it's called Freedom to Be With Your Infinite Life. It's the coursework that Terry and I really invite every single parent on the planet to take part in because it's so life-changing. But she said, you know, you really need to come to a weekend. And she would always tell us when we were in class, the only excuse you have is if it's your kid's birthday. And even then, 
it's really not an excuse. You need you need to come to class. And so finally I said yes. And I went to the, the Freedom to Be weekend. And um, I remember I came home and I was just a different person. Like Monday morning, I was just like the way I saw my daughter, the way I spoke to her. And she was in that wild phase at that time, which is when we discovered this work, which is really when I was in such a deep season of darkness and anxiety and depression and bitterness and frustration. And after that weekend, everything changed for me. And that week after Freedom to Be, I was much better at self-calming. So I was much better at assuming the integrity in Stella. I was much better at seeing the light in her. I was much better at being a teacher versus a correctional officer. And it just all came so naturally after that weekend. And I had been teaching her for a long, long time what you know we often teach in class which is like teach your kids like take deep breaths instead of reacting like a volcano slow down like you know all these things ask for what you want and i've been telling her that but still at the same time i would fly off the handle a lot what's wrong with you stop it stop doing that i've told you like whereas after that weekend course that week i really did start modeling it so i would come downstairs and i remember i would do these over over the top deep breaths And I was like, for me, I just had to do it over the top in order to do it. Like just sitting there and doing it on my own. It wasn't, I had to be like, (gasps) I don't know if it was like making sure she saw that I was Let everybody know. Let everybody know you're the reason why I'm doing this. I mean, there was, it took me a long time to let go of a lot of the nonsense that was in my head, but maybe that was it and who knows, but I would do it in a loud manner. And I think I also just wanted her to see. I'm trying really hard here and I'm, I don't want to react to you anymore. I don't want to treat you like you're an awful human being. So I would model it a lot. And so long story short, a few days later, I saw her storm down the stairs. So Taryn was probably like almost one. She, or maybe it was a little bit later. He, he must've been like one and a half. She was probably four and a half by that time. And she came storming down the stairs and she sat in Tank's chair. This is the one of our black leather chairs. We call it Tank's chair. He's our old Labrador. She sat in Tank's chair and she just started going. <sighs> and I was like, oh my goodness, what are you doing, babe? And she was like, I'm calming down. And I was like, wow, you know, okay, awesome. She's like, I, I'm walking away. Taryn was doing something. I don't even remember what Probably her little got brother spit up on. Something. Yeah, she was always like, "He's gonna get spit up on my toys. He's in my stuff." And but I sat there and watched her sit in that black leather chair and calm herself down. And it was so moving because I realized it was because I had finally flip and modeled it. Yeah. And it was like it was like magic after that course. It was like all of a sudden I had the ability to do it. Right. So it's something I'm actually designing um, a lesson plan this month in the in our membership community where I'm teaching parents like we all want to move to that place. But how do you actually get there? Like if you're in a pattern of reacting like a volcano, how do you actually get to being more responsive? So our lesson of the month right now in the bonfire is going to be all about that. that but that great. was an example of like really like that was moving to see that what I had done worked. And it wasn't from just telling her what to do. That was not working. But modeling it and actually doing it so I flew off the handle, like I didn't fly off the handle, was um, was just so moving. And and l- like last thing is that, that t- goes into other areas of your life, parents. So here's these little kids that you're thinking, man, they're, they're bringing me to my knees. They're challenging me to, to my core. But remember, they are your greatest teachers. And if you take the invitation to get into learning, it's so beautiful because I can think of so many times now as like, I don't, I don't, I don't spend my life in a reactionary state to people. Like I got a, I got a um, email once that was so mean from someone who had bought the foundations course and said some really mean stuff and didn't even ask for a refund. It was funny. They just, they were just letting us know, like, you know, they told me I stuttered. <laughs> they were like, this is ridiculous. You stutter. You, like a bunch of other stuff, which you guys is not true. I swear, I I don't. Right? I mean, the foundations course is amazing. Well, I think everybody can can relate to this. It's like because there's for that one, there's a hundred other like testimonials that say something else. I think it's just there's one in every crowd, but it's like, are you going to like? How do you deal with so, that? Yeah. How do you deal with that one in every crowd? So the story somebody is pro- that, like, provokes you. Yeah, they provoke me. They said some really hurtful stuff and combined it with a threat. They were like, "Hey, and just so you know, like this is going on in our home, and if we don't get the answers in module four, like 
we're going to be pissed. That was basically the, the language combined with like, your product sucks. You're a stutterer. Like the pointing out, I mean, it was literally like they took an hour to write down the flaws that like, I mean, it was, it was intense. And so how many of you have been in the situation where you want to react like that and respond with like, how dare you? Do you know that I've put my life savings into building this company? Do you, have you ever sat down to record an online, like, but instead I breathed. I took some time. I called you. I called my staff. I was like, oh my gosh, this is hurtful. And I, I, I got some my coaching like from my mentor. I actually had an hour session with her about it. I took time and, and I, the way I handled it in the end, I was like, thank God. But it took me weeks to self-calm from that. But I didn't react like a volcano, thank God, because that's not how I want to live my life. But because my daughter introduced me to the idea that I needed to strengthen my ability to self-calm, I don't, I don't know if I ever would have gotten there if it wasn't for her. Yeah. So she is one of my greatest teachers in life. And she pointed it out from a very, like from a long time ago that I needed some help. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how she became um, able to self-calm is because out of all this that we're telling you. So I hope that helps families. That's the difference, self-calming versus timeout. And I hope this motivates you to, um, to create a self-calming practice in your home to take a break from the forced traditional timeouts. Um, we'll make sure we put everything that we talked about over on the show notes page so you guys can really feel supported. Um, and just to make sure, you, you know, in the foundations course, we teach in much greater um, extensiveness about this topic. So, yep. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode. For links and more information about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 160. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day.